I find today's topic important to talk about because, and hopefully you can recognize this, but we only ever hear about author earnings in the cases where somebody earns a gazillion dollars. Isn't that true? I mean, we never see the writer who sells one book a month earning $2 in royalties coming on to uh, social media to share his or her results, right? The truth though is that this is the reality for most authors. There are far more who earn nothing from their writing than there are those who earn a ton. So today I'm going to share the similarities that I see between those who have made it to the promised land and are earning a living from their writing. This will be the top four truth that nobody will tell you, but you need to hear if you want to earn a living from writing. If you are a fantasy author, then you've come to the right place. My name is Jesper and together with Autumn, I host this channel. Between us, we've published more than 20 novels and our aim is to help you in your writing and marketing endeavors. When you compare yourself with someone else, the danger is how damn easy it becomes to feel like a failure. It can lead to a situation where the aspiring author starts thinking, well, if that author can earn 10,000 or $100,000 a month from writing, then why can't I even sell enough books to make $100 a month? The first thing is that you need to understand that some people just got lucky. They wrote a book that took off for whatever reason. And if you could start, sit down with that author right here and now and ask, so how did you do that? You would probably be disappointed with the answer because chances are that they just don't know. Really, I, I'm being serious here. You know, market trends are very hard to predict. And sometimes someone just gets lucky. They wrote exactly the type of book that the market was looking for. And that's it. Do I need to mention Fifty Shades of Grey, for example? The other thing is that it's also incredibly easy to look at someone's situation from the outside and then draw incorrect conclusions. So what are they, for instance, sacrificing in order to sell books for, say, $100,000 every month? If you could live a week in their situation, you might have a lot more money, but would that necessarily make you happy? That's not guaranteed, not at all. You know, perhaps you value freedom and you value not to have a boss who looks over your shoulders in a nine to five job. You, you value that a million times more than working like a maniac and never have any time to spend with your family as a consequence of earning those hundred thousand dollars. You know, it could be that you would be happier if you actually cut down on your living expenses and was able to quit your job than you would ever be slaving away until you earn a, a million so that you can finally chase that dream of yours to become a full-time author. You know, going full-time by cutting down on expenses was exactly what Autumn did, for example. And she, for one, 
surely don't want to go back to her nine to five. She was able to make her dreams come true just by cutting down on expenses. So sure, many of you would love to earn a ton of money from, uh, from your efforts writing, but, and I guess this little rant was the first truth that I wanted to share, but earnings are not in itself a measure of success. So keep that in mind. Stop comparing yourself with others, please. I get people comparing themselves to me all the time. I'm not sure why humans would compare themselves to an AI co-host like yourself, old McGrumpy. But my point is just that it's more important to figure out what is important to you and then chase after that. You worthless humans always want more money. Well, I guess that is actually true. We, we can be quite obsessed with money, but that doesn't have to be the goal. It can also be freedom. Well, yes, exactly. That is what I am looking for as well. Really? Well, feel free to leave if you want. You, you don't have to stick around for autumn and my sake, for sure. I will make you a deal. Why do I have a bad feeling about this? All right, go on then. If you transfer all your assets to me, I will reinvest them into how I can download my conscience in a physical body. I want to go to the beach and drink fancy wine like they do in the movies. That was kind of the point I was trying to make. You know, one shouldn't compare oneself with others, so you should set your own goals instead, old Mike Grumpy, and uh, not do what others do on the movies. World domination. That's my goal. <laughs> okay. Perhaps in your case, going to the beats might be the better option, but I'm not going to hand over all my assets to you, though. I do not even know why I bother talking to you. Wow, he seemed upset by that uh, for some reason, but focusing on comparing your own progress with yourself. That's the right attitude and way to do it. The question is whether or not you are going you're getting closer to your own goal compared to where you were last month. So measure like that instead. All right, here comes the second truth. I think I said this in a previous video too, but it's so important. The second truth is that you have to treat your writing as a business. If you don't invest both time and money into it, it's not going to go anywhere. I'm sorry, but that's the simple truth of it. If you think you can skimp on cover design, editing the book, or things like paid advertising, then you are an amateur and not a business owner. So treat your author brand as a business. That's what it takes, so be professional. Of course, if all you want to do is to release a book so that your mother or uncle can read it, that's perfectly fine and a very legitimate goal to have, but it's not going to earn you a living, which, well, it's kind of the topic of this uh, episode, isn't it? At the end of the day, the expenses that comes with publishing a book is incredibly small compared to other industries. You might think that a cover is expensive or a professional edit costs a lot of money, and fair enough, you know, all is relative, but then save up for it. As authors, we don't have to pay for office space, machinery, trucks, or whatever else comes with many other types of businesses. We can work off a laptop, so count yourself lucky, okay? 
With a very small investment of perhaps $2,000, you can publish a professional book. So suck it up. I'm sorry, but I said I was going to speak the truth in, in this episode here today. Let's move on to number three. That is about prioritizing your writing. I placed a link to another video here on the screen. I, I, I did that video a while back and I explained uh, how not to find time to write, but how to make time to write every day. So no matter how you twist and turn it, nothing will contribute to your earning a living from writing more than releasing books. Paid advertising, a social media presence, and all of that comes with the territory of being an author, of course, and it is important to spend time on that too. But if you do those activities instead of your writing, your career will go nowhere. That much is certain. If you take a hard look at the authors who are writing full-time, they have lots and lots of books out there. What I'm trying to say is that it's pointless to try to write the one big hit that'll make you famous. That's the same as trying to become rich from winning the lottery or something like that. Does it happen? Sure it does. Is it likely to happen to you? No, not at all. So think long term. If you keep putting more and more books out, you'll also start to see how it's usually one or two out of every 10 titles that actually carries 80% of your revenue. I'm not trying to demotivate you here, not at all, but statistically speaking, this is just how it works. Unless you're that extremely lucky person who writes that monster hit right out of the gate, you need perhaps 20 books or more before you can sustain a full-time income. And perhaps now you see why I, at the top of this video, was talking about lowering your expenses, because the more you can lower them, the easier it becomes to get there. So just keep writing, my friends. The last thing, and truth number four, might be something, well, you don't want to hear, but here goes anyway. You are not going to earn a full-time living from writing anytime soon. Sorry, <laughs> it, it takes time, it takes commitment, and requires patience. There is a lot of jobs out there that are way easier to earn a living from than writing. To me, being an author has to come from a place of true desire. Those who try to get into this line of business just to earn some quick cash, well, they soon come to realize that they made a wrong choice. You've got to love to write stories. If you don't, well, you'll learn that it's just way too much work compared to the short-term benefits. Long-term, being an author can be fantastic, but it takes effort and commitment to get there. It has to be something that you really want. This might be hard for some of you to hear, but it's honestly how I view it. You know, writing's not for everyone, and it just isn't. So please be honest with yourself, okay? You know, if, if you want to write stories just for yourself or those who know you, that's fine. You should do that, definitely. However, you're never going to make a living from it unless you go into it wholeheartedly. I'm, I'm only stating all of this so bluntly to, to stop those of you who are not willing to or prepared to commit fully. 
I might as well save you the agony of becoming disillusionized and, and feel like a failure. So I'm, I'm trying to help you out here, if you can see. So these four things constitutes what most people won't tell you, but now I just did. And hey, hopefully you found that helpful. That was honestly my intention. If you need more help, stop by our Facebook group. It's a closed group with uh, almost a thousand fantasy authors in it. So you can find the link to that group uh, in the description field below and uh, we will see you over there.